other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morning, everybody. TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Frank. First hour, 1 a.m. hour of the Friday program. You know what that means. That means it's time for Ask Frank Anything. Give me a call anytime within the next hour at 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And I will do my best to answer your questions on any subject. But in the meantime... Let me ask you a question. What are you doing this weekend? Because in New York and all over the Northeast, maybe this is a nationwide problem, but I know it's a problem all over the Northeast, there is a critical shortage of blood supplies, especially when it comes to platelets. So I have registered to donate platelets this Sunday at the Staten Island Donor Center. And it's not a blood drive or anything. It's just their regular hours. And if you donate blood platelets by April 17th, which I think is either Monday or Tuesday of next week, they're going to give you a $40 e-gift card. That's how desperate they are for blood platelets right now. So you can receive a gift card just for donating blood platelets, 800-933-2566. If you want to register to donate and get your free $40 e-gift cards. I've donated whole blood and I've donated platelets. You could donate platelets every eight days because they don't take much out of you. They just take the platelets and then they put the rest of the blood back in you. And it is a little time consuming. It can take an hour, hour and a half, sometimes even two hours. So what I do is I bring a book. You bring a book, you bring something to read. Maybe you bring a pair of headphones, catch up on an other side of midnight podcast that you may have missed. It doesn't hurt and you help a lot of people. You're literally saving lives. But if you don't feel like you have the time to donate platelets, then donate whole blood. Uh, They can certainly use that as well. So again, if you want to register to donate platelets or whole blood, 800-933-2566. Your questions in a moment. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. I'll tell you, the most crowded race in terms of congressional races in New York State next year, no surprise, is the race for George Santos's seat out on Long Island. Uh, that is District 3. As it stands now, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 potential candidates in addition to Santos, who has said that he's running. Well, CNBC is reporting that former Democratic Congressman Tom Suozzi is telling political leaders and wealthy donors that he is considering running for his old seat held by Santos. Now, this jives with what I have heard from other people that uh, Swazi has reached out to. I didn't know that it was public yet, and I didn't want to betray any private conversations, so I didn't say anything. Let me say this. I know there are a lot of good Republicans that are talking about running for this seat, too. I think this is great that Tom Swazi is thinking about running again. In my view, Swazi is exactly the kind of Democrat that New York needs more of, and exactly the kind of Democrat that Congress needs more of. He's sensible. He's common sense. He's willing to work 
with Republicans on the other side of the aisle. He keeps his party from going in too extreme in a direction. Doesn't mean I agree with him on everything, but I don't agree with anybody on everything. He's somebody that I think has really stood up for his constituents over the years. And look, there might be a better Republican, but I think in every race, not just this one, but every race, we should try to find the best possible Democratic candidate and the best possible Republican candidate. And out of all the Democrats that are talking about running for this seat, I think Swazi is by far the best. So I'm glad he's thinking about running and I hope he goes forward with running. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. The State University of New York, which is one of the finest higher academic public university systems in the entire country, will no longer require students to take either the SAT and ACT tests to apply to its four-year undergraduate programs as enrollment is declining. The SUNY Board of Trustees unanimously scrapped the admission test requirement, which for decades was a rite of passage for high school students applying to colleges during a meeting this week. Like a lot of other higher education institutions, SUNY, which boasts being the largest public university system in the country with 64 campuses, including some great schools, throughout the state, had temporarily suspended the standardized testing requirements from 2020 through 2023 because of the pandemic. But now the SUNY Chancellor John King said the use of SAT and ACT test results for admission purposes should be nixed indefinitely. I have to tell you, I have mixed feelings about this. Because while I certainly do think an SAT or an ACT exam should not be the one thing that gets you into school or keeps you from school, I think it's important, given the different grading rubrics that different schools might have, given the subjective grading requirements that different teachers might have, I think it's important to have a apples-to-apples comparison of students up and down the state as they apply. So you could see, by an objective measure, how these students compare on the standardized test. Now, I'll be the first to admit that there was way too much emphasis placed on the SAT during admission, the admissions process for many years, and that the SAT should be a part, not the totality, maybe even a small part of what these schools consider. But to do away with the requirement entirely, I don't know that that is going to produce the best possible students for the SUNY system. And uh, I think there's a lot of people, I'll include myself in this category, that wouldn't have made the school of their choice but for the SAT. Maybe your grades weren't up to par, but the SAT helped you a little bit. So this certainly cuts both ways. I have mixed feelings about it. I'm eager to see how it works out. I hope for the best. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I think a lot of you probably remember on September 11th of last year the story of Anthony Varvaro. A lot of you, particularly if you're baseball fans, but probably most New Yorkers in general, remember Anthony Varvaro. Anthony Varvaro did what is the dream of millions of little boys, and he actually became a professional baseball player. He made it to the major leagues, which is incredibly rare. It's not a one out of a million chance. It's probably a one out of 500 million 
chance. And he left Major League Baseball. He's a Major League pitcher. And he left Major League Baseball in order to become a Port Authority police officer. Dedicated countless hours to serving the community of New York and New Jersey, for that matter, as a police officer. And then he died tragically in an automobile accident on September 11th of last year on his way to a memorial. Well, now there's some great news in terms of honoring his memory. The MLB and MLBPA Youth Development Foundation, in partnership with Musco Lighting, announced their joint efforts in the funding and installation of field lighting at Snug Harbor Little League's Livingston Complex in Staten Island. So as of today at 5 p.m., Snug Harbor's Little League season will kick off with a parade and ribbon-cutting ceremony dedicated to Anthony Vervaro, followed by the opening game of the season under the lights featuring Anthony's son. This lighting initiative is just one example of the efforts that uh, the Youth Development Foundation has made to support community-based projects both on and off the field in underserved communities across the country. And I think it's a very fitting tribute to somebody that loved children, to somebody that loved baseball, and someone that loved his community. I got to see Anthony's family at the recent Blue Lives Matter gala when I introduced them with an award. And it really just makes you so sad to see someone so full of life, so young, with his whole life ahead of him, dying for seemingly such a meaningless reason. But whatever meaning is lacking in his death, he more than made up for with his life because he did enough living in his less than four decades on this earth for all of us. To be continued. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 